Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, Betty. What's up? Well, Betty, what would you do for a pretty girl? Mm, treat her to, I don't know, nice date. Wow, you'd take her on a date, bring her to meet your parents. If she's good enough, maybe marry her. How about get her to kill your policeman ex-husband? Uh... <laughs> Hi, I'm Teddy. And I'm Betty. And welcome to A Briefcase. This week's one is a listener-suggested story. And today, we're covering the case of Julaiha Begum, who planned the murder of her policeman inspector husband with none other than her very much younger lover. Ooh. We'll start with Julaiha Begum's, or Begum's. And she was born in the late 1940s, and she was married... Twice, yeah. So her first marriage was to a guy called Abdul Karim, and we don't really know much about it, aside from the fact that they had a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> they had two sons and two daughters in total, which is like not a lot by then standard, but I think it's quite a lot now, you know? Now, now it is. But then, uh, yeah, then it's like, could be more actually. Yeah. Back then. Anyway. So, they divorced in 1981, and around this time, Julaiha would have been around her early 30s. So, the way that she was described is that she was beautiful. Like, she was a stunner, a femme fatale, a really pretty wow, lady. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, their divorce was also interesting, because I think in most cases I've heard of, usually one parent will take custody of all the kids. Usually it's like the mom that will take custody of all the kids, right? right? Yeah, but in this case, the kids were kind of separated. The kids were pretty young. The eldest son stayed with the dad, but Julaiha took the second son and her two daughters. Okay, is that like common? No, it's super not common. Like, like for me and my brothers, we all just went with our mom. Mm. Around this time, Julaiha was living in a flat with her three kids at Dover Crescent. So she was a Westie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, and this is where she meets this guy called Manayam. Right. Guy A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Manayam was a police inspector. So like really respectable, you know, like Mata. Constable. 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 Yeah. And it's all going very well. And he ends up moving with her. And the kids loved him. And they really, really did. And as a guy dating a single mom, he really stepped into the fatherly role, okay? Wow, go ahead, fine yeah. lah, this one. Yeah, but get it, get it, stepdad. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, all is well in their little flat in Dover. But plot twist. You wanna guess what the plot twist is? Uh... No, I, I don't know. He's don't married. Know he's, <laughs> he's married already. So he got he he stepped into the father role. He's a good boyfriend, but actually he's he got wife. Glass breaking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think he had any kids from the first marriage, but it's not because it's not mentioned at all. But yeah, so maybe he was a good boyfriend. Wait, and so good... he just decided to omit the fact that he... I don't know. We don't know whether she knew or anything, but he like just cheated on his wife with Julaiha. 
Because she was so pretty. And, and they got married, like July High. Yeah, they eventually... Police, police guy. Police guy, Manayam, he divorces his wife and they get married. Oh. Him and July High. I don't know, I would not I would not trust. Because if oh. you can cheat on your first wife with me, right? What makes me think that you won't cheat on me too? This is very complicated. No trust, no trust. Yeah, so he ends up divorcing his wife and then he marries July High in 1991. So now we're slowly getting closer to the timeline. Okay, one year before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beatrice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Teddy. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. <laughs> okay, so July, huh? um, so she owned the flat in Dover. Okay. So she sells the flat. Mm. Alright, and they move into a terrace house in Jurong Kachil. So the house deed is in his name. So you can tell that he probably paid more for the house. Lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. upgrading. She's like a housewife? Uh, They or... don't say, but I think oh, okay, she's just okay, like okay. a housewife. And okay. maybe like the Dover flat, she just... Alimony from the husband or something. Okay, okay. Okay, so two years later, in 1993, they sell the terrace house again. They're really upgrading. And then they move into 86 Phoenix Garden, which is in Bukit Panjang. And for this house, Julaiha also becomes a part owner. So I think she puts money on the house and I think she really like pushed to be a part owner on the house. Mm. Okay, so they seem quite well to do, mm-hmm. right? Because they were previously in a terrace house yeah. and now they are in a... And in the 90s some more. Yeah, the, in the 90s some more. Yeah. Now it's... Wow, that's got to yeah. be worth quite a while. And I think like... I think police inspector earn quite a lot, Leigh. Okay. Yeah, like civil servant. Now sis one's a part of the pie, okay. Sis one will be a public servant. <laughs> <laughs> so right, this sounds good. They have a beautiful life. Mm, very idyllic. Had yeah. a rocky start and mm. they have a beautiful home. But he loves her and by all accounts, he really loves her kids and they love him back a oh. lot. So July had two daughters, right? So their names are Syrah and Phyros. But no, according to Phyrus, right, them moving into Phoenix Gardens is the start of the downfall of their relationship. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, like buying a home together. And I think that maybe, right, okay, so this is just a theory, so it's obviously not substantiated. I think because now she owns part of the house, she feels very secure because previously she was living in his house. Yeah, and like, mm. you don't feel as like... Yeah, but now she feels very secure and now she got attitude. <laughs> I don't know lah. Okay, so it's not terrible yet. According to the actual court documents, right, the relationship really just starts falling apart in 1995. Yeah, so the whole family, they take a trip to India because I think they still have family there and it's a holiday, right? And mm. they had, we know that they, are, they probably had a good time there. Mm. But then when they try to fly back to Singapore, they run into some immigration problems lah. Manayam and Firoz, they're able to fly back to Singapore first. But July Ha and Sarah, they're stuck in India for another six months. What? Yeah, six that's months? crazy. That's, that's a damn long a year. time. Yeah. Sarah was in uni at that time, so then later she had oh, to shit. defer her uni. So what was the reason then? They never say it's not pertinent oh, to the okay. court documents. Just somehow they were just stuck in yeah, India. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and July Ha, right? I I think this is like where I would personally say that that's not a very good mum thing to do. She blames her daughter. She's like, It's your fault that we were stuck in India. How, why? Yeah, so I was a bit like that's right. I mean, even if it's really your fault, you don't say why, it's your kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, Syrah, she was studying in Australia at that time. So, you really can tell that they they got money lah. Wow, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Manayam, he he really just go and help her defer her uni law, which I think is quite good. Mm -hmm. They eventually managed to fly back to Singapore and it's towards the end of 1995. Like, six months apart, plus the six months apart, their marriage kind of like, it's a bit shitty already lah. Yeah. Okay. And you can't... <laughs> we can't make any real assumptions, but I feel like they've probably won in the lovey-dovey honeymoon mood. 
I don't know. I think six months is not very long, but also quite long. Too long, yeah. If you're six, six months apart from like your partner, you will get too long, meh. I will. I think one month already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six months is just unimaginable. Yeah. Okay. Now, we fast forward a couple of months later, after she comes back. Mm. We meet the Xiaosan. Okay. The Xiaosan's name is Van Kardesan, and I already know that I'm not going to pronounce it right, so let's call him Van. <laughs> this is the 25-year-old. This is real old. He's real young. Okay. Now, Van, um, he was in Singapore, and he was Indian, like an Indian national, mm. and he lived with a bunch of other dudes, like in a bachelor house. Two houses away from July High and I am. Okay, neighbors. Yay, neighbors. neighbors. Naughty neighbors. Oh my god, naughty neighbors. <laughs> July High would have been in her late 40s. Okay. And Ben is 25. Wow. <laughs> and I think at 25, you'll do a lot of dumb shit for your relationship, right? Mm, yeah. 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 And. Y- and you mentioned like, oh, she's very like pretty. She's very she's dangerous. Very dangerous. She probably is um, good at like. I don't say manipulating. But probably no. But you pro- you can say manipulating. Court documents call her manipulative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manipulating guys. Yeah. Where to learn, ah? <laughs> Comes with the territory. <laughs> wow. Damn, Julaiha, you a cougar. And they weren't super careful at all. So Julaiha's daughters, right, who loved Manayam, who mm. loved him, mm. um, they kept catching Julaiha in her little affair and they just like freaking hated it. Like, they caught her passing food over the gate of the house, mm. which is like a very couple thing to do, you know? Like, I give you food. Yeah. They caught them sitting on the family sofa. And it's like, like, quote, they caught, yeah, they caught them sitting intimately, you know? When, like, when Manaya was not at home. home. So it's just oh the daughters no. walk in. And then the thing is, like, it's in your family home somehow. Because, you know, like, sitting she, with a friend. She basically doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Like you sit with your friend versus you sit with your partner very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then they got caught holding hands in Tekwi. Tekwi is Yeah. It's somewhere in West in the West. I don't know so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they basically got caught holding hands, which is some boyfriend girlfriend shit. Mm. And then this one, when they got caught holding hands, it was by Manayam and the daughters. <gasps> oh, yeah. No! So it became a legit fight. Oh. So Manayam Saira and Phyros, they got charged with assaulting Van. Like, oh, because they were yeah, so angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so angry, they attacked him. And then I was just like, it sounds about right. You know what I mean? Like, I would get angry too. Yeah. Yeah. And then the daughters were acquitted, but Manayam was convicted and... Oh, guess the how much police the... inspector. Yeah, yeah. Then why he got fired? I think he retired already. By this oh, time, he got old already. Okay. Yeah. But, but guess how much the fine is, like last time. $50? No, like it's 500 But actually, you know what? <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, if you could beat up your wife's partner... Like, $500 is so yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I really, so worth it. I really would just pay $500 to like, I'll be like, oh, I mean, we're estranged, but you damn disrespectful, I'm going to beat him up for $500. I hope I, okay lah, but I don't want to think I, about it. I hope I'm never in that situation. I hope I'm never sorry, in sorry, that sorry. situation, but like, that's <laughs> if I'm in that situation, $500 not that bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I mean, crime is bad. Crime is bad. Yes, don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do crime. Yeah, okay. But Ben wasn't satisfied. So Ben, the 25-year-old, right? He actually mm. damn shady now. He was like, oh, you beat me up, ma. So he, she, he starts a civil suit. 
So it feels a bit like gold digger. Sable suit is like a... I don't know, need to ask. <laughs> uh, real lawyer, please help. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Julia, even though she denies the relationship, and she says they weren't holding hands at all, which is super gaslighting because they saw, they saw with their eyeballs. Mm. Yeah, they were like, they're like, we saw you holding hands, then Julia's like, no, never, never. And, this woman. Yeah, and she says, oh, I just go there to pass food to him. Then I'm just like... Why you need to go to pass food to him? He or what? He your friend ah? So after this fight, she goes home to collect her stuff. And I mean like, by this time, Anayam already knows about Van. He's mm. like, yeah, you have a boyfriend outside. Yeah, fuck off. You you cannot just live in the same house, you know? You yeah. popian have to move out. Even when one of her friends, one of her friends asked about them, she's like, for example, I'll be like, what are you doing? What are you doing with this 25-year-old? She was like, we are lovers. Uh, to her friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't care anymore. Yeah. So. No point hiding. So at first, Julaiha moves into her friend's house. Then she moves to another house in Jurong. Then eventually, she moves into a room in a flat in Taiching Road. Alright? And mm. at Taiching Road, her and Van, right? They both rent rooms separately in this house belonging to this other Malay family. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, why are you even bothering to rent yeah. separate rooms yeah. to like pretend that you're not when clearly you're like a thing, right? Mm. But they're clearly not sleeping in separate rooms. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Like, what's the point? Yeah, so for Julaiha, right? The, her life is in disarray. So I'm, like, not alleging anything, but guessing from how this whole thing played out, I'm guessing her kids probably, like, want to have... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, Manayam, he actually gets a protection order against Julaiha in 1999. So... From 1995, they found out. 1996 to 1999, they go to court and they just fight over everything. They fight over house, they fight over this, they fight over that, they fight over the civil suit. And eventually on 3rd April 1999, Manayam gets a protection order against July. Ha. So that's like a like restraining order. Yeah. Stay away from me, okay. Yeah, stay away. So it's actually the guy getting it against the girl. So he felt like July ha was dangerous. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And... So they disputed over the house and they and the fight, right? Remember the fight that they had with Van, the civil suit? Yeah. That was still ongoing for like three years. Three more years. After yeah, that's crazy. All the way to 1999. Oh no, that's like... Yeah. A good eight. Yeah. And I feel a bit iffy about it, right? Because Van is her boyfriend, right? But like, Saira and Fyros are her kids. So why are you letting your boyfriend sue your kids? This mom is um something else. Right? Poor kids, they come from where mommy issues. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Okay, so we don't have much information about their relationship except A, she still blamed her daughter for getting them stuck in India. She mm. petty. Mm. And B, she let her boyfriend continue pursuing actions against her family. So that's what we know about her lah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe she's one of those that, why? You know, like some people, they just thrive having a lot of drama in their oh lives. Oh my god. Like, they constantly, wherever they go, they have yeah. drama following them. Yeah, she had drama from her first husband, second husband. Them. She gonna break up a couple. But she also his fault. his fault also, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, okay. Yeah, anyway. So, finally in June 1999, um, finally in 1999, right, they settled their house. Mm. The Phoenix uh, Road one, the Phoenix Garden one. Mm. And the court was like, by June 1999, you have to sell the house. Julaiha will get 20% of the proceeds from selling the house. Mm. And Manayam will get 80%. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's also because he put more money in the house. Like he probably paid like more of the down payment. And he probably paid more of the mortgage. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, which is fair, right? And also on top of that, Ben also alleges that 
Manayam. So Van is saying her 25 boyfriend, year old boyfriend is saying that Manayam, Manayam, an ex police inspector, managed to get two people to beat him up in Jurong. So there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on protection orders, allegations of assault, fighting over the house. It's just a mess, lah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So we recap very fast. <laughs> we got July, ha. We got her second husband, Manayam. Yes. We got her 25-year-old boy, Doi Van. Lover, yes. Lover, Uh-huh. And we got her two daughters. Her son, much I'm not involved in this, lah. Yeah. Oh, he's smart, he's smart. He's, he's very smart. He, he's just like, <laughs> He's uh, like, y'all do your thing. I'm just gonna uh, uh, no, do my thing. No, thank you. <laughs> so let's introduce a couple of new people. Alright. So it looks like Van had a friend. And he was like the best bro. And his name is Chandran. Okay. And we don't really know much about him, except Chandran is right or die with Van. And then, right, on 14th April 1999, so that's like a little while after they got the ruling from the judge that they need to sell the house. house. Yeah. Van and Chandran, they go and look for another guy. So we have Van, Chandran, and then now we have Ravi Chandran. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So Ravi Chandran came from the same village as Van and Chandran. Alright, so they came from this place called Pudu Kupan in Tamil Nadu, India. Okay, so they find Ravi Chandran and they bring him back to Geylang where Van is like Of course it's Geylang! <laughs> oh my god, of course it's Geylang! <laughs> okay. Where else will you go and plot, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so they bring him back to Geylang where Van is like Hey, I have this lawsuit that I don't think I'm gonna win lah. So guys, you know what the solution is? It's not to let it go. It is to, quote, Finish take, off that man. Take things in your own hands. That's right. And the man is Manayam lah. Oh no. So according to testimony, this isn't the first time pulling in Ravi Chandran isn't even the first time they tried to kill him. It turns out that Julaiha tried to kill Manayam before. She paid some dudes $15,000. Oh my god. But they didn't do it, they just like ran off with the money. Oh my god. Also, I didn't really think that $15,000 is... I didn't know you could hire an assassin for $15,000. It feels a bit cheap, right? <laughs> I thought yeah. it would be more expensive. Okay, but back then, $15,000 is... It's quite a lot. Big How much do you think a, a hired hitman is? Like now or yeah, like back now. then? Now. Yeah. Um, maybe like more than... Like 50. More than 30k, but yeah, less yeah, than yeah, 100k yeah. you can find. Same, same, same. I, I was like thinking 50k, you can probably get quite a good hitman. Mm. But crime is bad. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ravi Chandran, he's just like looking at this go down and he's like, oh, okay. And he doesn't say much. This one sounds like the gong one. Yeah. This <laughs> is like, comes hey, along no, for the you know, Oh, you, you know, muscle, okay. This whole testimony is his one. Uh. Yeah, he go and, he go and, Ravi Chandran go and knock his friends. Okay. Yeah, so he doesn't say much and then Julaiha shows up to this murder meeting in Geylang. <laughs> Alright. And then, I guess at this point, Ravi Chandran is like, yo, I got wife, I got kid. I, I don't think I want to kill somebody in Singapore. Mm. Not worth, not worth. Mm. Alright, but Julaiha tells him, he's like, don't worry, Ravi Chandran, in her sexy self and her sexy hair. She's like, don't worry, Ravi Chandran. It's good money. And this meeting in Geylang goes Is on it until... really though? <laughs> it goes on until 2.30am. Yeah, and like from um, all our cases, Geylang is a popular spot to plan murders. Alright, and the next day, they actually get to work. At about 10 o'clock at night, they go to Phoenix Gardens and they stake out the house. And like, 
plot twist, there's even another guy. So now they got four people. They got this guy called Money to drive the car. So Does we, this Money even know what's going on? Money knows what's going on. Mm. Then uh, Julaiha paying them all money. Mm. So we got Van. Julaiha very rich, huh? This is... No, no, Julaiha is like freaking broke at this point of time. Okay. Yeah. She borrowing money from everybody. Oh, no. Yeah. No, and you know who she borrowing money from? She borrowing money from all the guys who like her before. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... She's rolling the money. Yeah, so like, she would go to like, a, another dude that liked her before and she'd be like, Hey Beatrice. Use the late FM. Yeah. I'm in such a tight spot. Ah. I'm in such a tight spot. My husband, Ooh. he's like, screwing me over. And then, and then the guy would be like, Oh no, Julia. You bad for me. Here's some money. But, okay. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next day, right, the four of them, they go and check uh, check out the house. So they are like a small group of bros. And after the stakeout, right, they go to Sultan Plaza watch movie. Huh? Yes. Why did you have Yeah, so they go and stick, stick out, out the house. Movie. Yeah, then after... Uh, hey, this happens quite a lot. They stick out halfway then go do something else. They watch a film called... That's not quite how a stick out works. Okay, but... Yes, how do, how do you know continue. how a stick out works, Beatrice? How do you know how a stick out works? <laughs> okay, so they go and watch a film called Padayapa. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm. Which is like a Tamil romance film <laughs> with an 8.1 score on IMDb. <laughs> you even like yeah, researched yeah, yeah, that? I went to see it. I was like, hey, <laughs> maybe job, it's a murder film. Maybe they, they self-hype. Okay, and after the movie, they go to this place called Sivan Temple in Geelang East. Get blessing. Yeah, I think, I think you got walked by before. So, okay. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. And then it's then mysterious because they go to the temple, right? And then I think at the point of time, Geelang is like all grass and shit, right? Uh. And then Van, he go and walk into the field and then he picks up a Tamil knife called a Aruval. So it's like he go to the field, take a knife. Why got some random knife in the middle of some random know, but field? I like, like, maybe he arranged date drop, but like got random knife in the middle of random field in Geelang. Okay. Next time you go jogging, right, watch out. Oh yeah, Beatrice also is based in Geelang. Oh, Betty, yeah, Betty. Betty. Oh, oh, oh my. We don't have a consistent name here. <laughs> okay, please continue. Alright. I mean, like, good point lah. It's not like you're gonna kill somebody with a kitchen knife. Mm. So, like, I think an Aruba looks like a small parang, but at the end got a hook law. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, quite big. Not small parang, it's, like, like this. Big parang. Yeah, it's a big parang. Okay. So, this was the plan. On the morning of 16th April, right, they were gonna go kill Manayam. So at 4am on 16th April, Van, he gets a pickup truck and they drive to Manayam's house. Van is like, finish them today. Alright, they're like, okay, we'll try to finish him today. Mm. Chandran tells Ravi Chandran he's gonna wait for Manayam. So they, they are supposed to wait outside the house for Manayam. Once Manayam comes out, Ravi Chandran has to get out and hands him an iron pipe once he gets the signal. So... Chandran is the one that's outside looking for Manayam and Ravi Chandran once he gets a signal goes out and hands him a metal pipe probably to beat. Alright. A lot of logistics happening, okay. Yeah, a lot of logistics happening. Yeah, it's a four-person murder plan. Alright, but then right, when Manayam comes out of the house, Chandran gives the signal. Chandran gives like I don't know what the signal is, like, but can you imagine like Chandran's like freaking giving Smoke the signal? signal? But then Ravi Chandran he sees the signal but he don't want. Ravi Chandran uh, back out. Oh no! Yeah, so Ravi Chandran... No, he ran away. No, no, no. He, he just said like, Oh, you give signal. I never see signal. Okay. Yeah. And then by that time, Manayam goes into the car and like... Leaves. Yeah lor. Yeah. Instead, right, he takes the iron bike and he just walks away. And then eventually, they drive to a nearby park and they call Van. Because Van isn't there anymore. Because I think it's very obvious if Van was there. I think if Manayam came out of the car and saw Van, he would be like, nope. Something's off. Yeah. Right, okay. But then if you see these three random guys, you're like, oh, they're just here to do stuff, yeah. lah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so they go and tell him that the plan failed. 
So obviously Ravi Chandran wasn't into it lah. And Ravi Chandran, who again, was the one who gave this testimony, he decided that if they were gonna ask him to try to kill Manayam again, he'll just take their money and run off to India lah. So they attempt the murder again on 18th April, two days later, and around this time, Van actually passes them some money, like a deposit. Like, I give you deposit to kill. Better not run away. Yeah, eh? yeah, better not <laughs> run away. And so, they go to his house at like 5am, 6am. Mm. And Ravi Chandran tries to delay them by tempting Chandran with beer. So Ravi Chandran is like, here's some beer, let's go drink beer. <laughs> right? I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So, so they are at Manayam's house at like 5 or 6am. And then, obviously, he doesn't want to kill him, so like, let's go get some beer. So they Co- go and coffee get... Coffee would have been better. <laughs> right? And then they get some beer, because they think Manayam will actually only go to work at like 7 or 8, right? Mm. But by the time they come back, Manayam's car is gone already. So Ravi Chandran's Once plan succeeded. Again. Oh! He, he's planned to not kill Manayam. His oh. distraction plan. Damn. Yeah. So this is attempt two. Shrek two. Okay. Yeah, Shrek two, Shrek two. It's probably a good indicator they shouldn't be killing anyone. La. Yeah, they're not... They're clearly not cut out for this. Yeah. Okay. And then, <coughs> right, Ravi Chandran, with each of them, he's getting more and more freaked out. And actually, he already got 3,000 SGD from Ben. Yeah, run! Cut his losses Yeah, and it's super not worth to try to kill somebody for 3k lah, please. So he decides that he wants to run back to India. Mm. So he tells his employer that he's done, and he works with MOM <laughs> to get his pay faster. To expedite his pay. Wow, clever, didn't you? Yeah. On 20th of April, so this is the third try. Third try is the charm. Then Chandra and Ravi Chandra go to Chandra's room in Changi Road to chill before the murder. You know, you gotta relax. Mm, pre-game. 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 Pre-murder game. <laughs> Alright. And then Ravi Chandra, he's actually not a very good friend, okay? So he finds Chandran's wallet under his mattress, and then he finds the $3,000, and he steals $3,000 from Chandran. To add on to the TK that he's already okay? Yeah, he's not a good friend. So they go by Gelang, and Ravi Chandran pretends that he wants to go back to his place to get clothes and stuff, right? Mm. Like murder clothes. But actually, no, plot twist. Instead of going back, he goes to Teka Market, and then he just goes and gets some stuff, and he gets a ticket back to India. Yeah, so imagine his friends just kind of like waiting there, he's like, hey, where's Ravi Chandrana? He's like, on the plane already. Yeah, okay. Alright, and in the meantime, the day passes and it's 21st April, 1999, 7am on a Wednesday morning, mm. attempt 3. Then Chandran and Mani, obviously they don't want to wait for Ravi Chandran anymore, they decide to go ahead with the plan. Yep. So this time they are successful. So it's damn brutal. Manayam just left his house. He just walked out of his house and he was walking to his car that was just parked a little bit away from the house because you know you always have the house and then you park a bit outside. Mm-hmm. Alright, and then they just rushed at him. So two men... And nobody saw this? A bunch of people saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so two men is identified as Ven and Chandran, right? They rush him and then they attacked him. So one of his daughters... His neighbour and his neighbour's helper, they actually saw the attack. But then by 7.25, it's less than half an hour. I don't think it's enough time for even the police to come. Manayam was found dead. Yeah. Wow. That was very quick. It's very quick. I mean like, what's going through this guy's mind? Yeah. Like, you, you kill someone in broad daylight. Exactly. And what do you expect to not... You do not get caught. Or not be seen. Exactly. So you, like... Like, hello! And then the what whole time going? July High is just like, yeah, I got this boy to kill my ex-husband for me. He's the smartest of them all. Yeah. And then they, they let themselves get manipulated into killing your girlfriend's ex-husband. Like, come on. I wonder if there's some, like, nasi kangkang involved. 
<laughs> I, for context, Nasi Kang Kang is... You can go Google it. <laughs> yeah, you can go Google it. Uh, but R21. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You're right, it doesn't take very long at all for the police to arrest Ben, Chandran, and Julaiha. Mm. So I'm guessing Mani was also arrested, but I think he only did getaway driver. Mm. Yeah. So the trial primarily focused on Ben, Chandran, and Julaiha. Now what's interesting is that Ben and Chandra's story was very different from Julaiha's story, okay? Ooh. Ben and Chandran say that, oh no, Ben's dad was sick in India and he needed money. And so they decided to go and find Manayam to maybe like settle off court, right? So you save money, you save court time. They felt like Manayam because he was like a retired police inspector or something. He probably had money lah. So their plan was to go there and try to explain the situation, settle, collect money and then hurry, just go back to India. But then apparently when they did that, Manayam flips out, he cusses them out and runs away. And then suddenly Mani, Mani who is not involved at all, Mani who is like the getaway driver, decides that he wants to attack them. So like, obviously Ben and Chandran are pushing this onto Mani. Mm. Yeah, so they say that Mani pushed Manayam over, beat him up, while Ben and Chandran tried to get him to stop. Okay, okay, the stories are like all over the place now. Yeah, and they're not a good friend. Obviously, they're kind of shitty friends. <sighs> yeah. Moral of the story, know your friends. Pick, yeah. pick the right accomplices. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Julaiha's version is also completely different. Mm. Her version was... I don't know. She wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. Her, her version was like, I don't know shit. She said that, oh, actually, I got no motive to kill Manayam. She innocent But actually she got a lot of motive to kill Manayam She don't know who Ravi Chandran is Who is this Ravi Chandran who is accusing me of this And then she was like Oh, relationship with Vena, My 25 year old lover Vena. No lah, we got no relationship uh. so, Yeah, so she's just denying everything And then she didn't even try to set up any sort of alibi and then her defense lawyer focused on attacking Ravi Chandran's credibility because this entire story came from Ravi Chandran. This entire testimony came from Ravi Chandran. Mm. And then so her defense lawyer was like, Ravi Chandran is not a reliable witness. Okay. And during the case, we also find out that after Julaiha and Manayam's relationship fell apart, she had hella money issues. Hella, hella money issues. Because she'd been borrowing, right? Yeah, so she had to keep borrowing from guys who liked her. And then, but then she was also damn entitled. She was like, no, this house is mine. I should have the whole house. Alright? Even though she and Manayam were technically co-owners. Mm. She was so entitled, right? The courts were giving her 20%, right? And Manayam was gonna get 80%. But in 1996, it feels like Manayam just wanted to get the divorce over with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he offered her 40%. <gasps> And then she was like, no. That's almost half. Yeah, yeah. He offered her 40% and she was like, no. Sis should have walked away, man. That's Sis a lot should of money. have walked away. 40% of a landed house, yo. Verbatim. Julaiha even said, you know what? I'll wait until he dies. When he dies, I'll get it all. What if woman is a piece of work? Right? Okay. So her plan, according to other people, is once she killed Manayam and got the house, right? She'll sell the house and then she'll move back to India. Hmm. Alright, so obviously, Julaiha's motive was money. Mm. So on top of the many, many, many witnesses to the planning, which is like, everybody. Um, <laughs> All the young boys. Okay. They weren't super careful because they were young boys. Yeah. And like, the testimony from somebody who was literally involved in the crime is very damning. Okay, they also found a picture of Manayam and notes on his car plate number and motorbike number in Chandran's wallet. So like... 
I mean like, come on, yeah. bro, your evidence is more evidence than any evidence. So, while technically Julaiha wasn't at the crime, right? And like, she wasn't the one who stabbed or beat Manayam to death, she was charged with a Batman of murder by conspiracy. Mm. And after a 37-day trial, on 14th March 2000, all three of them are found guilty and sentenced to death. Yeah, and they tried to appeal, but their appeal was dismissed. And at 5am on 16th February 2001, they were hung in Changni prison. What do you learn from this? Um, get Have better murder accomplices. <laughs> what yeah, what do you your... learn for this? Um, stay away from um, beautiful manipulative women. But you wouldn't know that they're <laughs> manipulative. Stay away from beautiful women. Yeah. Crime doesn't pay. Don't do it. Exactly. Thanks for being on this episode, Betty. Welcome. Alright, and thank you listeners for listening to this week's episode of A Brief Case. The case of Julaiha Begum, who planned the murder of a policeman inspector husband with a 25-year-old lover. And thank you so much to all of you who dropped me case ideas and will be going through them over the coming weeks. You can find us on Instagram at A Briefcase Podcast and online at abriefcasepodcast.com and do remember to join us next week for another briefcase. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.